Welcome to the Living the Dream podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by the founder and CEO of MyArchid.com. They are a digital legacy archival company that saves lives digitally. He is Jim Jephart, better known as Noah. So we're going to be talking to him about his company, why he started it, and what they're all about. So listeners, if this is a service you need, check it out. Thank you so much for joining me today, Noah. Thank you. Why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Oh, I'm just a regular grandpa. Used to be an electrician, and things came about to where I used to have a lot of stuff that I was wanting to hand down to my kids and my grandkids, and there was really no way to do it. And so that's why we started my market. All right. Well, basically tell us, let's say I'm a customer and I come to you and I say, hey, I'd like to use your service. Tell me what I can expect when I get the services and basically tell us what it's all about. Okay. What we do is we sell 10 gigabytes of hard drive space. We, we, we work through Amazon Web Services, which is the biggest website provider. And what you can do on that is you set up your profile. You can either be private or public. And then you can set up different albums or folders or groups, depending on how you want to do it. It can be very you know, it can be a very private thing that you're just basically sharing pictures, videos, and audio, or just even a daily scribe, we call it, kind of like a diary entry. And you can upload information. A lot of, a lot of places like iCloud, things like that, will give you a space to put stuff. But if you put, you know, 100 pictures on there, the pictures really don't mean anything without putting stories behind them. So with us, you can put a story behind it, audio or just text. And then you archive it, and then it's, it's saved forever. Well, forever and ever, as long as ever is going to be, <laughs> put it that way. Well, tell us what a memorial account is and the advantages of a memorial account. Memorial account is somebody that doesn't need a full-blown 10-gigabyte account. It's like a 2-gigabyte account. I mean, that could be like a 1,000 pictures or more. And for somebody that has, like, say, my uh, like my dad just passed away. Well, he passed away back in the late 90s. But he's going to have a memorial account to where he probably has like an hour worth of video and a bunch of pictures I can put some stories to. He doesn't need a full-blown account. And then when they go to the memorial account, people can visit it and also leave their condolences. And, uh, you know, that can be from a person who had basically the control of the account can, can then upload the condolences and stuff onto the memorial site. A lot of people can't actually get to giving condolences to somebody after they've passed away or to the family and stuff like that. So this is a good place to say, you know, sorry they passed away or give, give a short story, maybe a funny story, a good story about their life that they knew this person. Well, tell us about the lifetime account and the benefits of having a lifetime account. A lifetime account is, like I said, 10 gigabytes. You can, like I said, different albums to it. Like I have albums for uh, pets. <laughs> I have some for my, I have an album for my car album for uh, some of my photography work. You can link that to other family members. So I can be looking at my, my grandkids' pictures. They have individual accounts because they can grow up putting stuff. Their mom could be putting stuff onto their lifetime account 
And as they get to the age where this is now your account, but they've already had their whole life saved up to that point. And that gets, that gets kind of important because I remember when I first started um, looking at the idea for this business is way back when late 80s, my daughter had to have open heart surgery. And it was kind of an electric surgery, what they call a hole in the heart. And we went and rented a video camera and I, we just spent the day with her, video recording her, you know, playing at McDonald's and, you know, things like that. And then thank God everything went just fine and she's been perfect ever since, but hadn't gone that way then it has something to hold on to. And the thing about find whichever computer it might be in or, you know, stuck away in some VHS box somewhere, you got to get stuff digitized and arc it onto my arc it site. Well, why do you feel like people's memories are at risk? Because I know you started this business because you feel like people's memories are at risk. Why is that? Well, I started looking into this probably back in, just about 2000 or so like that. And I started looking at, because I did a video of my dad asking him family questions and when he grew up when he was a kid and stuff like that. Then he passed away a couple of years after that. And I made a DVD and I thought, okay, I want to preserve this somewhere. How do I do that? And there was nothing back in the, in the early part of the 2000. And then I started, as time started going by, there started being things like cloud services and social media and things like that. But then the more I looked into that, if you had stuff on like iCloud, if you don't touch it for like 180 days, they have the option of going click, you're deleted. Same thing with Google, same thing with Facebook kind of goes, ah, we'll keep your stuff, but it's kind of up to them if they like you. So a lot of the places where, and then anything you have like at home where you have your backup hard drives, which you should have anyway, but those usually are at the, at the you know, who might accidentally lose them, drop them, break them what computer might blow up on you, what phone might go off on you. So we tell people, get the cream of the crop of your life, put stories to it, and archive it away. Do you guys have any kind of free trial? Can can people try it before they buy it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can go to myarket.com, hit the free trial, and you get 30 days of just, you can set up your own profile and load stuff into it to see how it's loading. Um, and then basically after the 30-day trial, it shifts over to, if you haven't decided to purchase by then, there's two ways of purchasing it, either a one-time payment of one nineteen ninety-five or a 12-month payment of ten ninety-five. We want, And that's no more payments then. It's yours. It's, you bought that space. And after that time period, that 30-day free trial period, reverts over to what they call a view-only account, where you can still view your information or other people's information that you've linked to, but you just can't upload anything more on it. It's kind of like you can view only. And then if you still want to, I think within 90 days, you can still have that shifted over to um, a regular life account. Now I have people try it, see how they like it. If they don't, no big deal. So how many languages do you guys provide support for? Right now, it's only English. I have my IT guy looking into what they call that um, Amazon Web Services Linguistics Decoder, I think, something like that. Because we're getting at the point where they say, make sure everything is finalized on your website before you start really adding more languages to it because it gets get complicated where then you add more stuff and this and that type of thing. But we're looking into getting actually a number of languages. I'd love to be able to have you know Spanish and Italian and French and Portuguese, you know, as many languages as we want because we're open to the world. The Wilbur wants to save their life. We want to be able to be there for them. Let's talk about data security. You, you know, 
people are okay. always concerned about the security of their data. So tell us how secure the data is with you guys for people who sign up and use your services. Well, the first thing we do is we use what they call cloud, cloud, not cloud computing, your main, your main, your main computers, your main, when we do that with Amazon web services, so we don't have to have a bunch of rooms where we have our, our computers. We use their online cloud services and then we back up with them and then we back up with a tape backup with Amazon Web Services. And as we get a little bit bigger, we're actually gonna then go off into another company called Iron Mountain, which is used by a lot of Fortune 1000 companies like bank companies and things like that. And then we'll double, triple, quadruple back up the information even with separate companies. So if something happens with something over on one company, we always have the other company. And at the same time, we're actually going to clone the whole process of what we're doing with Amazon Web Services clone it, put it onto another service and just have it sitting there kind of like idling, doing nothing in case something ever happens with one service. We can go to another service because your, your information is backed up. And then eventually what we're going to do if we get into what they call um, cold storage with the Iron Mountain, you have DVDs that have archival DVDs. You can put information on these DVDs. They actually have big, big machines and stuff where you then you can put that information where somebody's life account might not be... Uh, you know, gone into for quite some time, let's say. But basically, it's put onto that DVD, and then it's just it's there for when whoever wants to then tap it into the future can can tap into it and see somebody's life. It doesn't have to be on a computer; it can be on a an archival DVD, which is a minimum good for a hundred years plus. So, if somebody wanted to invest in myarchid.com, could they do that? And if so, how do they go about doing it? We are give me a call. That's for one thing. Uh, in July, I'm looking at doing a crowdfunding uh, with a company called WeFunder, W-E-F-U-N-D-E-R.com. And what that is, it's different than a regular crowdfunding because WeFunder is, works with investing, more with investors that want to invest into a business. So instead of going normal crowdfunding where somebody gives you a hundred bucks and they might get you, you might get their widget or their service, you're actually getting like say stock or an, op, or an option on a stock or something that actually has to deal with owning a part of the business. And that's one thing I want to do with this business is, is waiting for Delaware because we're C corporation and we want to be able to actually have to a certain point, we have enough stock sold, enough business built. It actually self-funds itself. So we don't have to worry about tons of advertising and things like that having to come through to actually keep our storage costs, you know, it can just keep funding, keep self-funding itself. But we are going to be with WeFunder sometime in July. We'll launch that for about a, probably about a month for funding and people can get on with that. And we'll have that linked on our website when that's going to be happening at myarchit.com. And they can go to that. They can learn about how to invest through WeFunder into MyArchit and get all the legalities and stuff like that and uh, grow with us. What else is coming up for MyArchid.com? Kind of tell us about your future plans or future dreams. Oh, we got, well, future services. I had a whole bunch of, bunch of different services. We have, uh, we want to incorporate a family tree at some time to where people can, uh, there's a lot of uh, family tree, you know, places out there like Ancestry.com, which are great places, but you can also download your family tree to a certain extent. Sometimes certain things you can't download from them. But put that into my market, and then you have your family tree, and we can have it linked to other people within your family. You want to be able to see a family tree would be really nice. And then that also links to a thing we're going to have as a service called a time tag, to where if you want to leave like a happy birthday greeting, 
to a great, great, great grandson when he turns 13 in the future, that'll automatically, you know, come up on their site and give them a happy birthday from their great, 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 great grandpa. And then we have other services, uh, events services are going to be super big, I think, to where let's say you go to a, you go to a wedding and somebody bought an event that's the same size as a regular MyArchid account, lifetime account. But everybody at that wedding has a code and basically they just download the code into their phone and it basically gives them the, the small application, the MyArchid application. And then everybody's taking their picture, let's say at the wedding or going through high school, you know, everybody has clicks and stuff at high school or sporting events. Everybody sends their stuff over what they want to send over to basically the person who bought the account, the events account. They kind of edit through, uh, you know, the good, and the bad, you know, high schoolers. And then that puts onto the event. So if it's say it's a wedding, you have a whole bunch of wedding pictures with a whole bunch of stories put to the wedding that people have actually um, contributed to. Kind of like what they used to do with the, the instant cameras on, you know, somebody leave it on a table and take an instant picture. Then they'd, they'd gather up all the cameras and stuff like that. But what we're doing is having the people have the ability to put stories to those pictures, send it over, boom. And then actually that, that event can then can keep carrying on. And let's say, you know, first year anniversary, 50 year anniversary, 10 year, that could go right back to the same event. That's some of the things we're doing. Absolutely. So myarchit.com, the website, are you guys on, on any type of social media? Or is that the best way to connect with you is through myarchit.com? We are on Facebook, myarchit. Twitter MyArchit and Instagram MyArchit. So any one of those three can get to us or just go right then to MyArchit.com and hit contact on the bottom. There's a little widget, the iChat, the, you know, get into information there. More than one place you can just contact us at the top, hit free, try it for free for 30 days, start organizing a person's life. That's the, the little glitch sometimes we get with people. It's, oh, I got so much stuff out there. If you're going to eat the elephant, you got to start one bite at a time. Grab some stuff throw a picture in there and just start telling stories i go for a walk with my dogs in the morning every morning and i have my phone with me and i go oh hey what was my first car and i'll just record a nice story for 10 minutes about my first car some cars i that i downloaded into my market have something for my great great grandkids absolutely close us out with some final thoughts maybe some stuff that we didn't talk about that you would like to touch on or just give us some final thoughts the thing that really kind of motivated motivated me to do this when I first started looking at this business is some of the people I had run across in my lifetime. I wish I would have known more about their life story. And I can remember one of the first times we went, showed this to some people over in the Renton area. And uh, the one lady, I remember I talked to her about being able to have something left. And she kind of teared up a little bit because she had lost her husband and she has two little girls. Now they're going to grow up. And really the only memory they're going to have of their dad or some of the you know photographs and this and that and some stories from mom but nothing really heart you know right from the heart right from their dad and that was one thing that really touched me real good and then another guy was uh frank i used to work with him at a gas station and he was an older guy this was way back in the 80s and he was he was kind of had an oxygen tank wrapped around his you know for oxygen and he's up doing a cashier job and we got to talk. And I got to know him. He's a real nice guy. And I was just going, hey, what what you do in life? Blah, blah, blah. Did you ever serve in the military? And he said, oh, yeah, I was, in, I was in World War II. And I kind of thought, that was fascinating. What did you do in World War II? And he said, oh, I was a B-17 pilot. And I just write that. God, the stories he could have saved, this, you know, just some of the memories and things he could have passed on to his kids. It's just all these things are being lost. And they're just 
some of these things we need to actually see what our parents and grandparents went through in life, some of the positive things they, you know, and the negative things they went through too. We don't want to lose these memories. That's absolutely right. And listeners, if you don't want to lose your memories for your kids or whoever you want to save them for, go to myorchid.com. And also, if you know of people who don't want to lose their memories, please follow, rate, review, and share this episode to as many people as possible. Android listeners, go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. Noah, thank you for what you're doing, helping people save their digital memories, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Curtis. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.